Hi, I'm Cassie. And I'm Jake. And this is After the Torch. A survivor podcast that we'll be releasing after each tribal council talking about what went down. Hey, and welcome to episode six of After the Torch. I'm Cassie. And I'm Jake. And I reckon that was a pretty good episode. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. Finally had another Asunga Tribal Council. I mean, I don't know about you, but I feel like I saw it coming from the start of the episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely think, like, the edit. Yeah. Very much, like, there was a few, there was a, just a few little things in there that... I feel sure. like Australian Survivor might want to, I mean, you know, not they could listen to this, but they could tone it down slightly. You know, it was, I just felt like it was really off. Or maybe because I'm paying more attention now, I pick it quicker. But... <laughs> now we're doing a Survivor podcast. Well, I, you know, but I feel like it, it was really obvious tonight that that was what was going to happen. There was definitely one of the, one of those, one of the sort of things leading to that was uh, Michelle saying that Ben was the weakest link during the, um, uh, reward challenge. I feel like it was obvious before then. Ah, yeah. No, you're the survivor genius. No, I don't know. I don't know about that. But I, at their very first cutaways, they were talking about um, something. We'll edit this bit out. I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were saying how they hadn't been in ages and how they'd just been lounging around on the beach. And, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. And there were some was bits like, of them all in the water and foreboding. Kent was there and... Love Kent. Love seeing more of Kent. One of my favourites. Yeah. Not my pick, but love him. Love him that he's still there. Yeah. Well, speaking of picks, um, well, you better go first because I think yours is be all first. about 30 uh, seconds. Jared did nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looked bewildered at the um, when AK mentioned about a possible clue. That's about it. A bewildered look from Jared. Um, he looked like he was really enjoying his steak. He did, mm, yeah. Yeah, he looked genuinely excited. Um, and Jericho, again, not not too much from Jericho. You know, he freaked out a little bit when he saw Luke in the water. Um, no, I'm but... gonna I'm gonna assume that he was freaking out over Luke rather than Sam. Uh, and you know, he and it, he was really good in the challenge. He you know whipped through really quick, but you know, I mean, that was a very quick little moment there. I think um, something to be said for Jericho is so far he's been on the right side of the numbers. And again, on this vote, he was on the right side of the numbers. True. And, and I did notice that, um, we're getting a bit of a head ourselves here, that Henry actually went directly to Jericho to talk to him about Sam. I mean, I know it was possibly edit, we missed a bunch, but I did notice rather than say talking to Luke, which I assume he did as well because Luke voted for Sam as well. But it sort of implies that maybe Jericho is less of Luke's second. Yeah. Oh. To be honest, I totally think Jericho is the... Between the Luke-Jericho thing, I think Jericho is, like, top dog there. I think Luke thinks he's top dog. Okay. Just just what I'm thinking. Yeah, well, I mean, (laughs) there might be some... Maybe I'm biased because he's, you know, he's my sup, but... There might be some weight in that, I mean, just from from seeing that go down. You're done. That's me. That's my picks this week. Uh, Harsh edits on my picks this week. Yeah. So... As always, you know, when one tribe goes to tribal council, you don't see that much of, of the other tribes. So I didn't have a lot to say about Samatau today. But um, with Lockie, my sup, he's certainly on the wrong side of the numbers at the moment. That's not to say that he will stay there, but he, he definitely is right now. Um, I question his alliance with Tara 
I mean, I know it's because he was there from the start, but from tonight, I I think I judged Tara pretty harshly. Yeah. Again, I feel like I'm hijacking your pick talk. Go on. <laughs> but natural lead into Tara, she made it. I feel like that was a huge mistake yeah. when they came back to camp from Tribal. And I mean... AK couldn't have been more pleased with the situation. Yeah. In fact, I think he said, dream result. Well, I mean, it's exactly what AK said. I couldn't have said it better, but like he, sorry, what Tara was doing is driving Pete further into that alliance because he was the swing vote. There's no way now that something very drastic will have to happen for them to get Pete back on side. And I think if Tara had potentially played that, could have played that, it, you know, it could it could have worked. She could have just, you know, gone off with Pete, sort of said, ah, oh, you know, I'm a, I'm upset about this, you know, but, you know, I still want to trust you or, you know, but she was just pissed. I think she, maybe the emotion was coming because she genuinely liked Pete or genuinely trusted him. Like, you know, you were saying, like, she, she said to Lockie, we have to bring Pete along. And, you know, she obviously felt genuinely, well, I think she, she actually was upset by that. For sure. I, like, and that's the thing. I don't think that was gameplay. That was just... I think she was really, I think she was upset and, and frustrated by it. But um, in terms of, yeah, she's, she can come back from it. You can come back from anything in Survivor, but it, it might be hard. And that, I mean, we've sort of already addressed it, but I think it shows that Pete's move last episode was the right move to make. And I think he said in one of his cutaways tonight, he was just a safe number for Tara. That's what he was, and his move is now meant that, yeah, he might be on the bottom of the five, but it's a better position than what he was before. And even if he wasn't a safe number for Tara, even if Tara genuinely liked him, he was a safe number for Lockie and the rest of that alliance. Yeah. So I think the connection was with Tara, though. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, in that alliance, you know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, pretty interesting. I mean, it is mainly from last week, but it was pretty interesting with those two. Yeah. Lockie? Well, I've already addressed him, really. I I just think the alliance with Tara isn't he's a good player. He's got strategy. He just needs to I, wriggle out of this one. Look, I feel like he's decent, but does he have a whole lot of strategy? I think he was in a, I think he got in a lucky position and I think he handled that well. I think he, 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 he got put in that sort of leadership role and I think he was really good in that leadership role. What it'll be interesting to see with Lockie is whether now that he's not in a power position, if he's got good play going forward and in, in having to claw back because, you know, we've obviously seen that from AK, you know, he's amazing on the bottom. Tessa. Incredible. Tessa, incredible on the bottom. Lockie, really good on the top. It'll be really interesting to see what he's like now he's lowered down in the numbers. What I think he has going for him is the people within his alliance, I think they genuinely like him as a person. Yeah, but that's like two other people. No, I know, but I'm saying he could, <laughs> if he can if he can get other people beyond his alliance, like as in like, yeah. I think he's, he's a charismatic person. Yeah. And he might be able to use that to his advantage to get off of the bottom. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see Lockie not in the leader position and see where, where his gameplay yeah, goes. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so... Something I was thinking about today, which obviously came up in the episode around Henry and his uh, yoga teaching. I'm doing uh, quotations. Um, Something that has come up a little bit in this and a lot in Survivor in general is this thing with people lying about their professions. Yeah. We've had Russell Hance, uh, Tony... um, You know, we've had a... There's a bunch of people who, like, they, they sort of lie about what they do at home. And... 
a part of me can understand that strategy. You know the one. You know the people I can understand it for. Yeah. Famous people, particularly in the American one, I'm thinking here. You've got people who've either been sports stars, TV stars, and you know what? People are going to perceive them as wealthy. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. And I think there's something about that wealthiness. But the, the tricky thing with with being a famous person is like how you're so likely to get caught out. That's true, and look, most of them do. Yeah. But very rarely does it bite someone in the butt. Yeah, I guess maybe other players can like see the reason that they're doing that. Yeah. You know, can kind of understand it. Like Russell Hans is the one where I can totally see why he would have lied. You know, he owned an oil company that was that was successful. I like and you know, no one's going to know that. Yeah. Why not lie about it? And I think his choice of profession to say that he did if I were to go on a lie would be the type of profession. He said he was a fireman. Oh man, loved that's a, that. That's like total hero status. It's a good pick. <laughs> and speaking of that, okay, so if you were going to go in Survivor, what? And and you were going to lie. You decide you're going to lie. I'm going to lie. Which you know you could just tell the truth for yourself because you know artists don't make any money anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what would what would you say if you had to lie? If I had to lie, oh, look, pro- probably just something innocuous, something that's you know not. Not particularly anything, you know, something that's not super high income, you know, like maybe a teacher, something like that, you know, relatable, where, yeah, relatable down to earth. I feel like, you know, people aren't going to be like, Ooh, that's got, you know, they've got a lot of gameplay, that sort of thing. Yeah. What about you? I, I would, I would probably stick with what, like I'd say what my, probably my real job is, but I had, do I have to lie? Well, let's say you have to lie. Yeah. 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 I'd stick with artists, my real job, but yeah. Yeah, because in my real job, I, I'm a projectionist, and so I feel like that would be no one would know if I was yeah, lying about cool. that anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and it's let's in in this. Let's talk about Henry. Yep. Why lie? What I I really yeah. don't understand his like yoga teacher move. Like I I don't really see what that's going to get him. I mean, you know, sure, doing stretches on the beach with everyone, like building, but like he could have just done that without lying about his profession, and and it's dangerous. Like. You know, particularly with something like yoga teacher, like that's going to be reasonably easy for people to pick up on. Well, I was going to bring and what he's a labourer. Like, uh, why? Like, what's the problem with that as a job? I was going to bring it up later. Um, just the fact that it sounds like Sam picked up on the fact that he was lying, and was it Sarah as well who talked about the fact that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got and those two sounded like though they'd had discussed it. Anyway. We'll come back to that. I want to talk about that later. But, um, yeah, I think I think maybe what yoga teacher is seen as more accessible to people. Or, like, you know, they want to maybe. know. It's like a cool, yeah. I don't know. I'm yeah, not sure. Yeah, yeah. Now, jobs that you think would actually be a tactical benefit, you know, if, if like, I mean, for instance, like Mark, um, you know, military Mark. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty, that's a pretty great thing to have done before Survivor. You've got like survival, what he was saying in this episode about being able to read people, that stare that he was giving everyone when he was questioning. I think it broke Kent. looks could kill. I think Kent broke (laughs) in that one. That was terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty intense. (laughs) I remember he's going to be like next episode now he's pissed and doing that stare at everyone. Oh my God. But you know. 
my my sort of like what I think would be like a tactical benefit, psych, something like psychologist. Mm-hmm. You know that like reading people. Manip- I feel like you'd be pretty good at manipulating. I can't help but think something like a lawyer, just because spe- you're studying law. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't do this though. <laughs> but if you were used to pressure in terms of staying staying cool in say like a courtroom environment where stressful things are going on, you have to think on your feet. Think logically. Think logically and understand what other people are thinking to try and respond to those. I think it might help you in terms of strategy. Not going to help you in the slightest in terms of survival skills. Like <laughs> no, and, and like probably not likability either. Let's be real. No, probably not. And you know what? That might be one of the professions I would lie about. <laughs> which I think there is. There has been a lawyer gone on Survivor, American Survivor, who has lied. I can't remember their name at the moment, but I know it's happened at least once. Um, but I think it, it it could be useful. Yeah, but I do think like you know any kind of military background living in uncomfortable circumstances, under pressure, is probably going to set you up pretty well. Definite plus. Yeah, yeah. For sure, for yeah. sure. A few things before we get to tribal. Yep. Um, I really like the return of the, the classic get past people on the balance beam challenge. Yeah. That's a great one. Like I And Australian Survivor, amazing challenges this year. Like all the challenges so far have been like really unique and really interesting and huge and dangerous. Um, but it was really cool to see like a, a, a classic, you know, challenge like with the with the reward. I do like to see, and I think it's more important when you get post merge a good mix of um, physical challenges and like puzzle challenges, and you know, to give people who say aren't physically, you know, the strongest people a chance to win some, and just to break any streaks that real powerhouses might be having. Yeah, when you get down to those individual immunities, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but, you know, these ones now where they have a puzzle element, a, you know, physical element, they're good. You know, yep. I'm into them. Love the barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> really? Classic Aussie barbecue. Yeah, they, had, they went a bit stereotypical there, didn't they? Way stereotypical. They even had lamingtons on the table. I'm surprised they didn't call them shrimp just because, <laughs> like, you had to just no, play No one here calls it that. No, that I know. For, that would have been for the Australia, for the American audience. Yeah. Maybe they'll overdub it if they played in America. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> um, I liked AK um, just kind of throwing, you know, throwing a bit of chaos into the tribe during the um, during the barbecue. He did, he definitely had a like sort of smirk on his face during all that. Oh, I I I've highlighted um, that we actually heard Ben speak for he... like a good sentence or two. How deep is his voice? I can't remember a word of what he said because I found it so weird that he was just speaking. He had a much deeper voice than what I expected. Yeah. Um, still no Odette. No. No? Have we had any cutaways? I think we've had one cutaway to her. I think one, and I think one of Ben. I mean, let's be real. We've seen more of Lee this season than we have Ben and Odette. That is true. That Combined. Is very true. I'm still not going to buy a car from him, though. <laughs> um, I did enjoy Jackie's Monopoly analogy. That was great. I am, I'm really liking Jackie. She is great. She is, she is awesome. Mm. I think she's like really got her head in the game. We haven't gotten to, again, most of Asanga, we haven't got to see as much of them as we have Samatao, of course. But yeah, I mean, you know, from the few, from the bits we've heard, like she's really in the game and that, yeah, that monopoly analogy. She's obviously a smart lady. She, she knows what she's doing. She's aligned with Henry. She's like, and, and I did notice, but sort of as we lead on to tribal, everyone in the tribe, except for Mark and Sam, voted the same way. I mean, we actually only saw Henry um, approach, uh, who did he approach? Jericho, Odette, 
and Sarah. So we actually only speaking saw him speaking to those three, but it did in fact go through the whole tribe. So it seems like those two are an effective power couple. Oh yeah, like and and you know they kind of cover a range. You know they're not they're you know they're slightly different ages. They but you know they're both like good physical players. They both seem very likable. Mm. Um, yeah, like yeah. I think I think she's positioning herself well, and I mean when it gets mer- to the merge, which I, I would think they'd both probably make it. Henry's a bigger threat, you know, like in terms yeah. of physical. Like they'll they'll look at Henry before they look at they look at her. For sure. Speaking of Henry, what do you think about throwing the challenge? I I, I am all for a challenge throw. You know, if you've got a yeah. reason, and I actually think this was the right time for them to go to tribal. Yeah, like. I love a challenge throw. I'm not against throwing challenges. I think it's great. I love that Survivor, like, you know, is a game where you, you know, in normal games you wouldn't do, you wouldn't do that sort of thing. I love that we have things like that in Survivor. It's great. I just, I, I don't know. I don't feel it wasn't really that necessary. Are we, are we that close to a merge? No, but I mean, I think this kind of goes back to what I was talking about last episode, that. Tribal is what consolidates your alliances and tribal is what actually f- forms and it tests, it tests people's words. I think someone said this is testing our word. And the thing was Henry, Henry threw the challenge. He was right. He had the numbers. Yeah. There was no question. No. I, and I think you bring up a good point. And Sam actually talked about this, this, um, this episode in one of her cutaways about how, yeah, it really tests those alliances. Like yeah. you said, and, and I think I think you're right. And we did hear Henry earlier on in the episode saying he was just kind of like bummed that they're just hanging out on a beach. I think there's that. And I think also, though, he made the point. And I think this is probably why I think the timing was right for him to, or for them to lose. Um, Sam is sociable or was sociable and she was getting to people and forging genuine relationships. And if he was going to get people to vote her out, he had to do it before those relationships formed too far that he could no yeah. longer turn people okay, on her. Okay, okay, yeah. So, so, so not, yeah, yeah. So it was more about Sam Builder being able to, like, getting her out before she can build those alliances, yeah. Well, that, a combination of that and him having the numbers. I think he did it at yeah. the right time. I think it was the right move. It's always a risky move, but I think, like, it paid off for him. He's now, he led, like, he's, essentially him and Jackie are the leaders of that tribe and they've got an idol. I mean, they're, like, you know, we put up, we said Jackie and Henry were the power couple and Sam and Mark were the other one. And now you're right, it's just Jackie and Henry. Yeah, and an idol too. Yeah. Yeah, you've convinced me. <laughs> As usual. <laughs> but it does appear Mark is going to murder the rest of his tribe. <laughs> yeah. He, he literally said he was going to be out for blood. Yeah. He's, he's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not into Alone that. in the jungle now, with Mark. Speaking of, of that, this is back to what we were talking about before with the hiding your profession. Mm. Sam knew about Henry with enough conviction that she seemed pretty certain. Why didn't she bring that up and trying to turn people on him? That is a missed opportunity. Like they, Mark worked out, those two obviously talked about it. Mark had worked out that they were gunning for him. Yeah, I'm kind yeah. No, no, you're right. I'm kind of surprised we didn't hear that in tribal. Cause that's, that's that like, whether it would have saved her, I don't really but know. But if she played but... it in the afternoon when before when they had time, if she'd had time to actually, I mean, it, look, it may have been a bit of a last ditch, but if you're on the block, like maybe it really was more of a blindside than what it looked like. I really yeah. think they had a pretty, like, they were pretty sure that she was going home. 
or at least that yeah. her name was going to come up. Yeah. And I feel like that was a missed opportunity. Mm. No, no, I, I feel like you're right. Because, I mean, you know, any little deception or bit of trust issues is like, you know, you can throw that in the mix, especially if you're... Especially if people do actually like you, as in they like Sam. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah I, just, I just think that was a missed opportunity. But, yeah, we said bye to Sam. I mean... You know, I'm kind of, I'm a bit sad. She, I mean, she potentially, you know, she could have gotten further. She was a really strong player. But really almost, had her head in the game. Almost made the same mistake AK did early on, though. Yeah, and I mean, that's sort of what, you know, Jackie was saying at Tribal Council was like, she just went too hard. And I guess, yeah, I mean, AK turned that around in three days, whereas she didn't in 14. So I think that kind of shows to the gameplay. I think I, she came out strong, but... I don't think she followed through. Like there was opportunity for her to not go home. And I think her and Mark either lulled themselves into a false sense of security or just, yeah, they just didn't go through. They could have, they could have saved themselves. I think for sure. For yeah. Sure. All so, right. I think that pretty much wraps us up. Um, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at after the torch. Uh, we're also on facebook.com slash after the torch. Uh, like and subscribe. It'd be awesome if you could chuck us a review on iTunes and give us five stars. It really helps out, gets people hearing the podcast. Um, shout out to Australian Survivor Community Podcast. Uh, you should totally check that out if you're looking for more recaps. Uh, but yeah, good episode. Can't wait for tomorrow night. So excited. See ya. Bye. with them on like, can you hear me yeah because it comes from oh, the mic yeah. <laughs> i know how this works it's fine okay all right hey uh no no okay 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 hey guys welcome to episode six of after the torch And then what do we talk about? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Wait a minute. What show is this? Sorry. Um... Hey, and um, nope. Nope. <laughs>